0: Once you know what makes you unique and different and you root into that, then you can go into clarifying the brand message. And that brand message is what is going to give you the content ideas. It's what's going to allow you to stay streamlined. It's what's going to give you all of that. All roads always lead back to that, which is why it's been such an important month for that. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the influencer podcast I love this episode today because I am giving you another sneak peek into a recent brand strategy session that I did and today it is all about content strategy I am telling you if you are someone who has been confused or unclear or just plain stuck when it comes to your content creation and how it helps you grow this is Episode is for you. You do not want to miss it. So much goodness jam packed into what I am sharing with you today. And I also want to make sure that you know that the brand accelerator is now open for a limited time. Anyway, we close this Friday, October 6th. So if you're thinking about growing your brand, really accelerating that visibility, starting to bring in that consistent income that you're desiring so much, the brand accelerator is for you. All you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash TBA to get all of the details. And again, we close this Friday, October 6th, and it will not be open again for the rest of the year. So I do not want you to miss the opportunity to get inside the Brand Accelerator now, juliesolomon.net slash TBA. And with that, let's get started. All right, diving in to session four, content creation clarity and an action plan. So I first want to kind of pick up where I left off in session two. Because um, session two relates to this one. Everyone can hear me okay? Good to go. Awesome. Okay, great. And it goes back to this idea about the power of specialization. So I wanna first start by discussing really the concept of specialization. And we again, we talked about this in session two. So this may be kind of you know like a, a reminder for some of you, or this may be the first time that you're hearing some of this. But this idea of jack of all trades and master of none that I kept bringing up is what we're wanting to move away from because specialization is really about becoming the go-to master in your niche. It is being the expert. It is being the person that everyone thinks of when they need help or information in a particular area. Now, I want to share with you just a personal experience of my my own journey through specialization and how it relates to how I niche down, how it relates to that question that Stephanie just asked, and also how it relates to content. When I decided to finally go all in essentially on the business that you see that I have today. And what I mean by that is, you know, I have an online education business and I support women with growing their brands and businesses. And I do that specifically through courses, programs, masterminds, and other kind of group coaching opportunities. And that is essentially has been the business since 2016. I started in 2016 with an online course and I've never looked back. Now from that, it has grown and evolved. There's been podcasts and books and speaking and all other kinds of stuff. But really essentially that at the end of the day is the business model. So I think that something, and what I'm about to say has just been my own journey. It doesn't mean that it is the right journey or what you must do, but I was literally just talking to a student about this this morning and it was this idea of in 2016 i decided to create my online course that was going to be the offer of my choice and i focused on this one course that solved this one particular problem for this one particular person for three years before i went and created anything else why did i do that because of specialization because I knew that I wanted to become known as the go-to and the expert at something. And I was not going to be able to do that if I was throwing a million thousand offers at people every single month, if I was changing my content every single month, if I was weaving and bopping and like squirreling around. I knew that I had to go all in on one thing. And once I did that, and laid the foundation and created that specialization and became the go-to at that, then guess what I was gonna be able to do? Any dang thing I wanted. And I'll give you an example. When Amazon first became Amazon, what did they sell? Does anyone remember? What did they sell? Books. What does Amazon sell now? Any dang thing they want. Why? Because they became the absolute best at selling books. I'll give you another example. We see this in entertainment all the time. When Jennifer Lopez came on the scene back in the late 80s, what did she do? Does anybody remember? She was a dancer, right, Z? She was a dancer. And she became one of the best dancers that she could possibly be. She became known for dancing. Now what does J-Lo do? Any dang thing J-Lo wants to do. Why? Because she became known for this one thing. And then it, and then she became known for, act, for singing. And then she became known for acting. And then she became known and known and known and known. And now she can do whatever she wants. Matthew McConaughey. What's the first thing that he did? Acting. What does he do now? Whatever Matthew McConaughey wants. Because they all took the time to become a master at their specialty. And that unlocked all of the other possibilities. So when relating back to my own experience, that is what I did. I said, if I want to own a niche, if I want to hone down, I have got to really laser focus on what it is that I want to be known for, what is my specialty going to be, and I'm going to go all in on that until I get to a level where I'm making consistent income, my brand has visibility, I've got leads coming in, and I know that it's time to unlock to the next phase. And for me, that really wasn't for three more years. From 2016 to 2018, I only had one thing that I offered, one thing that I focused on. And this drove my messaging, it drove my marketing, it drove my content, it drove drove everything. In 2018, I created a second course. Different type of promise and offer, but still a course. In 2019, I started to go to the next level with online coaching programs and other things that I wanted to do. In 2020, I created a mastermind. Also, cut to back to 2017, I created a podcast as kind of a nurture channel for things. Not that I really sell anything on the podcast, but I use that to generate leads. And it drove, it all drove back to the courses. Then from there, it was like, do, 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 And so once I was able to lay that specialty foundation, it unlocked everything. The problem that most people have is that they can't or won't. They won't take time to lay that specialty foundation. And they make up all these excuses. Oh, I'm multi-passionate. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm, I'm this and that. So I can't do it. When really, we're all that way. I don't know a single person who's not multi-passionate. I'm multi-passionate. There's so many things that I want to do. There's so many things that I want to create. And maybe I will be grateful enough or lucky enough to one day create as many of them as I can. But I'm not even going to be able to create everything I want to create in this lifetime because I'm a creator. There's just too many, every single day I want to create something. But what do you want to be known for first that then is going to leverage everything else? Is this making sense? Okay, awesome. So that is how it worked in my own journey. And that is really how I saw a significant increase in my credibility and really the impact that I could make. Because again, you can't create impact and you can't create credibility if you are a master of none, if you are a generalist. Think of it this way. Let's say that you came down with a stomach flu and they could not figure out what was going on. Would you wanna go see a general doctor or would you wanna go see a doctor who specializes in stomach issues? We're all gonna pick the specialist, right? And that, because that specialist is gonna be more credible. They're gonna probably have more value to bring to the table. They're probably gonna get us our results and what we need faster and easier than some general person who maybe doesn't specialize in that. So if that is true about the things that we seek out, even as consumers, that we seek out in our health and our wellness, then why aren't we doing that in our own business? We see the value in it because we do it ourselves. We go to specialists, we go to these people, but yet we're sitting here being like, why isn't anyone coming to me? I'm so multi-passionate. I can help you with everything. I'm here to serve everyone. If You're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. And so you you have to make the decision on what you're picking as that thing that you want to be known for. And guess what? No person can make that decision for you because you are the CEO of your business. You are the brilliant mind behind all of the amazing things that you want to create. You are the master at what it is that you do. Not her, not her, not me. Now, once you decide what that is, I can support you in leveraging it and scaling it, but you have to decide what that is. So stop looking out there for the answers, just pick. Doesn't have to be perfect, doesn't have to be right. It just has to be something that you're willing to go all in on. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable, recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers. And you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30 day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion Business for sponsoring the show. So, with that said, let's continue to talk about some benefits of specialization. One, authority. When you specialize, you become an authority in your field. Just like I was talking about with the doctor, people trust experts and they're more likely to turn to you for guidance when you are one. The second thing, clarity. And this is where we're going to be talking about with content today. Specialization brings clarity to your brand which drives your messaging, which drives your marketing, which drives your content. Why? Because your audience is going to know exactly what you offer, which eliminates confusion. But you have to choose to tell them what you offer first. You can't be out here flailing in the wind and being like, I don't know why they don't know what I offer. It's like, well, you don't even know what you offer. You're not picking anything. So you have to do that. Clarity is key. If you want clarity, create clarity for yourself. And the way that you do that is specializing. The other thing that specializing lends to, which is amazing, is consistency. It's so much easier to maintain a consistent content strategy when you have a clear focus. It was so much easier for me to grow and scale. I went from making $55,000 a year to $1.3 million in a matter of like nine months because I chose to go all in, because I chose to become known for this thing. That's how fast it was, guys. Before that, I mean, for like eight years, I was making 30 grand, 40 grand. Yay, I made 50, like trying to hang on to the 50 grand a year. And it wasn't until I chose to specialize that it allowed me to create the consistency because that's the only thing I had to do. I had to wake up every day and talk about this one thing. I had to wake up every day and solve the problem for this one thing. I had to wake up every day and create content for this one thing. And over time, that built the specialty out. It created the clarity, it created the consistency, and it gave me a clear focus. And what happens when I had a clear focus? I had so much time, I had so much space to go all in because I wasn't swirling around with all this multi-passionate excuses that I was giving myself prior to that. So the consistency helps you stay on track and helps you build a cohesive brand. The other thing it does, audience loyalty, specialization is what builds the following, the engaged following. People who are passionate about your niche, they're passionate about what you specialize in, they stick around, they engage with your content, they buy your stuff, they they tell their friends about you, and that's how you grow and build. And then the next one, which we're going to be talking a lot about on Thursday's training, is differentiation, because in a crowded marketplace, you have got to find a way to set yourself apart and the way that you do that is specialization you become the unique solution to the specific problem that your ideal audience has before we dive into the next bit where i talk about just some dangers on the flip side of like what happens if you don't choose to specialize i want to know right now cuz so many of you that like you know this right like i'm not like i'm not telling you something that you've never heard it's like you're a brilliant human being you you know this conceptually but there's something that has kept you from not putting it into action. I wanna know what that is and just share in the chat. And there's like no judgment, but just when you think about it, it's like, I have chosen to not specialize because what? Fear, fear of what? Fear of what, see? Imposter syndrome, yes. Mm, that's, that's some good psychology there, T. Fear of success, really. She says, I feel like it's because most people are fearful of mastering what they're truly good at. Yeah, because if we master what we're truly good at, then we have no excuse to not master what we're good at. And then we can't lay on the excuses of why we're not getting what we want out of life. So that's the payoff, psychological payoff anyway. The fear and not knowing what my specialty is. Okay, Megan, so this sounds like a UVP issue, right? We got it. We got to get clear on that differentiation. Lily hasn't been able to stay consistent. Why? We now know what you need to do to stay consistent, which is to specialize in decisiveness, not knowing what I'm good at. Whenever I put out content that I think is in the right direction, it doesn't perform so well and I get so defeated. Yes, Joanne, this is because you're thinking it instead of actually putting out content that directly relates to the data that you have collected from your ideal avatar based on your unique value proposition and what it is that you help them solve so you see how it's all connected it all goes back to the to the brain accelerator formula that we've been talking about and paschal says it's because i'm passionate a lot of, about a lot of things i'm just wondering like why can't both things be true like why can't we be passionate about a lot of things and also be known for one why do we limit ourselves in that way this is what happens if you choose not to specialize buyer confusion If you are currently experiencing buyer confusion, it's because you have not specialized enough. Your potential buyers, customers, your audience, they most likely don't understand what you stand for, what you offer, and what you solve, which leads to confusion, hesitation, and lack of engagement. The other thing that happens when you don't specialize is content overwhelm. How many of you switch between multiple topics all the time? Today, I'm going to talk about this. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about this. Next week, I'm going to talk about this. Next month, I'm going to talk about this. When you do that content switch, not only is it a massive time suck and like just energy drain, but it's completely overwhelming for you, and it's completely overwhelming for your audience, and most importantly, it completely dilutes the message. So here you are spending all of this time creating all this amazing content that's just it falls flat because the message has been diluted, because there's no specialization behind it. The other thing that we all deal with, I don't care who you are, you could be, you know, Lady Gaga. Market saturation. Lack of specialization often means competing in a saturated market, making it harder to stand out. Now, here's the thing with this. The online brand market, the creator market that we are in, is expected to be a trillion dollar industry by 2028, guys. So it's like, even if you got like 0.5% of that trillion dollars, you're going to be doing okay, (laughs) right? Like it is a growing economy. You want to be a part of a growing economy. You don't want to be going all in on like the newspaper industry right now, dying. You want to be part of a growing economy. So people that come to me and they're just like, is it too late? And I'm like, girl, walk down the bread aisle, boo. Like, no, it is not too late. It is not too late to get into a growing economy. You know, bread's been around since the freaking beginning of time. And it's like Dave's got his bread out and Julie's got her bread. Everybody's got bread. And it, it gets, it's, it's fallen off the shelves all the time because there's bread that has certain specializations. Here's a gluten-free one. Here's a keto one. Here's a plant-based one. Here's one that's got a ton of protein in it, whatever that is for you. So I don't want you to hold yourself back by telling yourself that the market is too saturated. You want to be in a saturated market because that means that it's a healthy market. It's a thriving market. It is a market that is open for business. However, you just want to make sure that you're specialized enough to where you can compete in that market. And we're going to be diving more into how to do that on Thursday's training. So make sure to sign up for that because I don't want you to miss that. Now, the other thing that can happen is diluted impact because without a clear focus, it makes it so much more unnecessarily challenging to make the, the significant impact that you are meant to make in your niche. And that's not fair to you. And it's mostly importantly, not fair to the people that you're meant to serve because they need your brilliance. They need your creativity. They need the problems that you solve. They need your guidance. They need all of those things. So how can you tell if you have a problem with content clarity right now due to lack of specialization, inconsistent messaging, covering a wide range of topics, fluctuating engagement levels, and you struggle to attract a loyal audience? Share in the chat which ones of those, if you do relate to any of those, which ones of those you relate to. Inconsistent messaging. Covering a wide range of topics, fluctuating engagement levels, or struggling to attract a loyal audience. Joanne says the, the anxiety that's coming with this combo is real. Okay. I love that you brought this up because what that feeling is, that anxiety, anxiety is just worrying about, you know, it, it, the future essentially, right? So it's coming up because it's it's your gut signaling to you like, hey, ding, ding, ding here's your answer. Are you gonna choose to do something about it this time or not? So I think it's perfectly normal and so common to have those feelings. But I also wanna just encourage you, Joanne, to not future trip. Just stay with me right now. It's not about having all the right answers or getting all of this figured out today. We are gonna we have a training coming Thursday and then there's gonna even be more goodness after that if you feel called. So just for today, like just stay with me, take a deep breath and just remember the awareness is key. It's not about you needing to fix this or be something that you're not today. It's just about you having the awareness of this because the awareness is what leads to the acceptance, which leads to the action to change. Once you have mastered that UVP piece that we've talked about, once you know what makes you unique and different and you root into that, then you can go into clarifying the brand message. And that brand message is what is going to give you the content ideas. It's what's going to allow you to stay streamlined. It's what's going to give you all of that. So all roads always lead back to that, which is why it's been such an important month for that. Okay, strategies for content clarity. So now that we understand the importance of specialization and really the dangers of not specializing, I want to dive into just some really practical action steps that you can take today. So the first one, and we're going to be talking about this more on the training on Thursday. Define your niche. The first step is to choose a specific niche that aligns with your expertise and it aligns with your passion. It aligns what you love to do. It's about finding that sweet spot where your skill set meets your interests. And I know you got a lot of skill sets, and I know you got a lot of interests. So just for today, let's pick one. How's that sound? Can we do that? Can we just pick one? And here's the thing. I'm not going to tattoo it to your forehead and say that you're attached to this for the rest of your life. But just for today, like, can we just take that next step forward? Because you not doing that, it's keeping you on, like, I kind of think of it as like a lily pond, right? It's keeping you on this little piece. And it's like, we're not able to get to the other side of the pond because you won't move. Or it's like, if if any of you have ever rocked climbed, it's like, you've gotten like halfway up and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to like sit here for a minute and just chill out. (laughs) And if any of you have ever rock climbed, you know, after sitting there for a minute, like you got to keep moving or you literally fall. So if we can just pick one, okay, the next thing that you're going to do, and this is not guesstimating, this is data-driven, audience research. To create content that resonates, and this is what we were talking about just a bit ago, You need to understand your audience at a core, core level. And I'm not talking about her name's Tracy and she drives a Honda and lives in St. Louis. I'm talking about the psychology, the deeper things, what moves them, what drives them, their needs, their pain points, their frustrations, their desires, their preferences. And we don't guess this. We research it. We ask questions, we get answers, and we use that to drive the content that delivers value. And this is why like inside the brand accelerator formula, I have an entire strategy around this. I have specific questions that you ask your past clients or your ideal clients or your audience. You go and you ask specific questions to get specific answers. And then those answers allow you to create value points within your content. So you now have a ton of ideas of what, not only of what content to create, but it directly relates back to the needs, challenges, and pain points of that person that you're meant to serve. So you're not creating content out of thin air anymore. You're actually creating content that directly relates to what it is that they want from you. And it makes it so much easier, makes it fun, makes it exciting. It allows you to be multi-passionate in all of your content creating that you're going to do because you can be passionate about this thing that they need and that thing that they need and that thing that they need that I solve for them. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.